this podcast will fail. And that's probably okay. But then again, I could be wrong. So who really knows? And episode 74, this podcast will fail. I am your host and I am just some guy. Uh, who I am is completely irrelevant to the conversations that I come here to have with you and with myself. And it is a big day for me today. Today, I am recording this on December 21st of the year 2020. I guess this is officially 20 years of sobriety for me. Yay me. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is actually now I, I, I came to some interesting realizations today when I was out and about doing my thing that, uh, uh, this is not going to go the way I thought it was. Um, I worked my way up to this conversation last week and walked through many of the, um, negative experiences I had by far not all of them uh just the ones that really stick out as as low moments for me as a teenage alcoholic as a young person from age 12 to age 17 whose life was dedicated towards getting drunk and getting as drunk as I could as often as I could and and that was what I did so I thought that this podcast today was going to be difficult because I, uh, I I had some I had some difficult moments with myself. And these most of these podcasts are monologues. I just sit here and I talk to you, really talk to myself because I don't know who's actually listening. There's like two of you, which is cool. But I I um I struggled to get through some of those moments and some of those dark times uh, because they. Uh, they hurt. I didn't know that they were going to hurt when I started talking and when I decided I was going to talk about them out loud. I didn't think that they were going to affect me the way they did. Um, so I expected this podcast today similarly to be extremely difficult. I really thought that I was in for a moment. Um, but the day comes yesterday, December 20th is uh, the 20-year date to the day of the last drink I ever had. And, uh, I again, I've been working my way up to this for a while. I've known I was going to talk about this for months. And a couple of interesting things happened yesterday. First of all, the night of the 19th, I went to sleep not thinking about it, which was odd, not realizing consciously or actively that this anniversary is, is here. It's, it's time for me to remember this and walk through this. And I, I didn't, I didn't remember at all. I, I, I went to sleep in a good mood. I don't even remember watching TV or something with the wife. And I just, uh, yeah, hit, had hit the pillow and dropped off and had a had a, had a good night's sleep. I don't remember dreaming anything particularly important or, or impactful. I woke up yesterday, Sunday morning, and it didn't even occur to me. It didn't even hit my 
conscious thought that this is the day that this is the anniversary. This is the 20 year mark from my last drink. Didn't even, didn't even cross my mind, (laughs) which is really kind of cool to be honest with you. So I, uh, I got a bed, you know, and I'm an old man with an old man's bladder. So the first stop is in the bathroom. And of course it's 2020. So we're all on our phone when we're in a John. And as I'm going into my Facebook feed, I get the memories pop up every couple days. Uh, and, um, lo and behold, here are all these years, these Facebook memories of all of the milestone anniversaries that I celebrated uh, over these last 20 years. Um, and, uh, and, and, and it was interesting. I'm actually going to, um, do a couple things today. So one, I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, I'm going to tell you the story of that last, those last couple years. And then that last night, that fateful freaking night, uh, where I managed to poison myself one more time <laughs> One last time, ladies and gentlemen, let's get some good old fashioned alcohol poisoning and um, and go and and go into the future from there. Anyways, so I'm going to tell you that story, the story of the last night. Um, I am going to then um, I'll share some of the some of the the recollections that I had, because it's an interesting uh, journey for myself to to look back and read those words that I wrote at year 10, at year 14, at year 16, at year 18. Like it was, I didn't talk about it a lot in those years. And Facebook's only been around since 2007. So, I mean, it's not like there's really, you know, we're missing, missing seven years, <laughs> um, you know, in, in that calculation, but that's okay. And, and anyway, so, so I want to do this. I want to, I want to share all these memories because here's the thing. Walking through those Facebook memories yesterday, I think I just, I managed to purge all of the emotion there in that moment, in that space, because I thought for sure that I was going to come here today on Monday, the 21st, and lay it all out and go through those emotions here on the podcast. That's what I thought was going to happen. And, uh, I don't need to, I don't need to, I think I need to tell the story. Um, but as I kind of said to myself yesterday, I think this might be the last time I need to tell the story. And that's interesting. Um, that's just the the realization I had that I don't need to keep, I don't need to keep rehashing it every single year and, and going through the motions every single year the way I have been. I, don't, I just don't see it as, as necessary. So, um, all right, first of all, let me, uh, let me, let me talk about those final years and that final day. So last week I walked you through age 12 to age 17. And it was at age 17 that my future wife, uh, now my wife of 26 years, uh, laid down the gauntlet, gave me an ultimatum, and made me choose between being with her and being able to drink, and then I couldn't have both. And you know, we had we had been through some things together um, at that point. She had gone through 
a pretty major surgery. I had found myself by her side through the recovery. I felt so drawn to it and so compelled to be there for her. But it was that secondary moment of, of her finally saying, you know, I, I, I can't do this anymore. I love you, but I can't be with you if you're going to, to drink. So, uh, obviously I appear to have made the right choice and, uh, and I quit, I quit right there. So I was, you know, fairly well sober for a number of years. Um, I think there was one time, um, we had some folks over early on in our marriage. So this was, I was like age 19 or 20, 20, maybe, maybe, maybe it's when I actually turned 21. Maybe it's when I became legal. <laughs> uh, I've told you enough times I'm bad with ages and dates and names sometimes, but I, uh, we had somebody over to the apartment. I, I think it was my, um, I think it was my wife's sister and we had some beers and we had some beers and it, it became obvious pretty quickly that, uh, I was still susceptible to this idea of volume drinking that I, that night, right? The first time in a while I went right back to what I knew, which was putting entirely too much in my system all at one time as, as fast as humanly possible to get all of this, uh, all this alcohol in me. Um, and threw up a couple times and all that. So like, okay, no, that's, that's not, you know, maybe we need a little more, um, (laughs) a little more uh, discretion in these things. So, um, kind of tapered awe again and I just stopped just let's not do this anymore okay all right good let's not do that we uh we would be in the presence of being able to drink every once in a while you know just one-off situations when we were around her older sister or just in in kind of social situations occasionally at a, a picnic or a party uh you know I I could have a beer because she was there, right? And she was um, she was right there next to me to remind me, no, 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 just just one. <laughs> Take your time, slow down, right? We don't we don't need we don't need a lot. Right? She was she was my chaperone. And um, honestly, to this day, I think I, I, I probably feel kind of guilty that she ended up having to be my chaperone, but I am super grateful that she was there for it. And um, I, uh, I, I was okay for a number of years. And so then in 2000, uh, 2000, actually mm, 99, like late 1999, I ended up getting a, a, a new job, ended up having to relocate my very young family. Cause at that point it was me, uh, my wife and our two oldest were the only two we had at the moment. So we relocated out to Cleveland, Ohio for a job. Uh, it was a very big career move for me. Uh, we were out there for three years total. And uh, I kind of found myself for the first time really um, exposed to corporate life uh, in that time. And corporate life meant uh, <laughs> this is the 90 or not yeah, 1999, 2000. This was uh, the world of, 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 of corporate Christmas parties where there are open bars and executives and just this, this whole different world of wealth and class and privilege that I was now being exposed to. 
So Christmas parties took on a whole new uh, meaning. And my God, they're just giving away booze for free. Jesus Christ, this is insane. Um, now, those first couple times that I was able to go to said holiday Christmas parties with the company, I had my wife at my side and she was able to um, to be those that that same uh, steadying hand, right? That that same uh, angel on my shoulder to prevent me uh, from going too far. And it was great. Um, Not so much in the year 2000. Okay. So. The year 2000 comes along. I don't know what changed. Corporate America just kept changing in the 2000s. And this year, 2000, no spouses allowed. No spouses allowed. So I um, had to go alone. <laughs> and I had to go. You know, it was it was like an expected thing because of the position I held with the company. It was expected that I would be there. So, oh, golly, I went and honestly thought that I was going to be okay. Really, in my heart, genuinely, honestly thought that I would be fine. And I was very, very, very wrong about that. So now I'm at this party, all my work friends, all my colleagues, there is an open bar uh, that is uh, serving beer and wine coolers free. It flows like like water, <laughs> no charge. And uh, didn't take long for me to start in there. Now, over the years, the the memory of this night has stuck with me because of of a couple of things. I I forget a lot of stuff. Right. I, I forget dates. I forget names. I forget years and ages. But some things I just remember. Some things are just burned into my ah, into my recollection. And uh, a lot about that night is burned into my recollection. But there's actually a lot that I'd forgotten. So here I'm going to pivot a little bit into these previous Facebook memory posts to help me tell the story. OK, so. This is all the way back in 2010, December 20th of 2010. And here's what I wrote. The day hasn't always had any particular significance, but it's creeped into my consciousness in the last few years. Today marks 10 years since I had my last drink of alcohol, which kind of sucks, but doesn't. It's a weird feeling. I know it's custom to reflect on the first day of sobriety, but for me, the memory of that final fallout, no holds barred, how much can I possibly drink in the next three hours night is a clearer memory than anything that happened the following couple of days. I was a volume drinker. Quantity always mattered more than quality. I had never considered myself an alcoholic before that point. I figured a drunk was someone who got lit every single day or as close to it as possible. I drank more than my fair share from the time I was 12 till about age 17 when I met my wife and she pulled me out of the fire, gave me a reason to clean up and grow up. From that point, it was no big deal. Whenever there was beer or drinks at a function or a party, she was at my side. It was no big deal. 
It wasn't even a conscious decision. There was no need to acknowledge, hey, I'm a drunk. I better not touch this stuff. It wasn't like that at all. I could have a beer or two. I figured I was just like everybody else. So fast forward to 10 years ago today. I had the company Christmas party that night. We're living in Cleveland at the time. Uh, Pause. Sorry, I'm giving you the same information I just gave you, but it's what I wrote. So I'm reading what I wrote. Here we go. Play. What was different was it was employees only and no spouses. So I was on my own. Anyone hear ominous music or maybe it's just me. Sometimes I even wonder why I'm so apt to remember the last day of drinking as opposed to the first day clean. I guess it comes with a stark realization that when left on my own with an open bar, all possibility of me controlling myself disappears. Self-reflection can sometimes be a bitch. It's hard to admit sometimes, even to ourselves, that we are flawed. So 10 years later, it's this day I call to because it throws the whole issue right back in my face and makes me reflect on where I went wrong and why. The memories are so clear, it's scary. Pause. There's a lot I don't remember 20 years later. And I'm, I smile right now. I smile when I say that because I reading back to these notes that I left myself 10 years ago, uh, I actually feel kind of blessed that, that I'd forgotten some of this. So here we go. Play. I'm the kind of person that will forget a conversation I had a few weeks ago. Hell, I forget a simple list of items needed at the grocery store when I get out of work. I have to write everything down. But that night is as clear to me as the screen you're looking at right now. In three short hours at that party, I drank 11 beers, four wine coolers, two glasses of white wine, two glasses of red wine, before finally settling in with one of my fellow managers to quote-unquote take care of the rest of a bottle of red wine. Pause. I'd forgotten some of that. Um, I'd forgotten about the white wine. I had forgotten about the two glasses of red wine before that other manager and I got our hands on a bottle of red and uh, and managed to work through that as well. So as you can see by the actual uh, number of fluid ounces, <laughs> how many ounces and 11 beers and wine cooler, four wine coolers and two glasses of wine, four glasses of wine, and then a bottle of wine shared with one other person. Volume. Okay, play. A little while after that, some asshat saw me sitting at a table and handed me a drink ticket. You see, the beer and wine were free, open bar, but you needed to buy tickets to get the hard stuff. What's funny thinking about it now is as clear as those memories are, I don't remember who actually gave me the ticket. So I ordered a childhood favorite, a Jack and Coke. I clearly remember amazingly nursing that glass and slowly realizing that I had screwed up royally. I think I got most of the way through that glass when a few of my friends saw me, saw how I was, and got me the hell out of there. I clearly remember my friends, two of them. I won't say their names here. Pause. Uh, pause. Yeah, pause. Uh, I'm not going to say their names now. Um, play. 
leading me out by the hand. I had started to get tunnel vision. Like the world was closing around my eyes and I could only see straight down the middle. The outside edges were all black, which is kind of cool in a very stupid way. It was literally like looking through a toilet paper or paper towel roll. I could see my friend in front of me. I could see my hand and my arm being pulled out by him. He was going to get me home, which he did. Unfortunately, he had to stop once on a bridge for me to lean out the door and vomit, but then finally got me to my apartment. I was sick for three days after that. My wife does a better job of recalling the rest from here. Me blubbering about how much I had screwed up and how sorry I was, which then, of course, had her thinking that it meant I had done something really stupid like cheat on her, but I was so drunk that I couldn't articulate to her that my emotions and my pain and sadness were because I had drank way too much and realized how badly I had fucked up. For a few years after that, the thought of a Jack and Coke literally made me nauseous. I remember my wife and I on a date night and an Applebee's, they had an advertisement on the table for their Jack Daniels steaks. And as I looked at that cardboard card standing up on the table next to my plate and reading the word Jack Daniels made me ill. I think I literally turned green, like full-on cartoon-style green. So that's my lament. That's my story. I still get the urge from time to time. Stress brings it on mostly, but I don't. I just don't. Conveniently, I have my wife at my side. So in addition to being generally awesome, which she is, she's also there once again to tell me no. Thank you for listening or reading. Facebook is weird and I need a drink. So that's what I wrote uh, 10 years ago uh, yesterday. And I find that very interesting. Again, it's it brings a clarity of memory that's been gone um, for so many years. And uh, in 2014, I remembered the day by posting this. This next song is and always has been very personal to me. I've been sober for 13 years, 6 months, 23 days, 22 hours, and 20 minutes as of the time of this posting. It is still difficult to me sometimes, and that's hard to admit. T is for tool and the song Sober. I posted that in 2014. Uh, Yeah, that song held a lot of significance for me for uh, quite a few years, as a matter of fact. Two years ago on Facebook, I wrote... 18 years sober today and I almost forgot completely which is probably a good thing it's not often these days that I think of the date anymore or the anniversary itself but it came up in my Facebook memories my wife was and is the foundation of why this has been successful all these years it no longer feels awkward when I tell someone that I don't drink and I politely turn down the invitation Time can indeed heal, and for more than myself, 
I know that that sets an example for my kids, and that's what matters. If you don't mind, I'll just have a Coke. Thanks. All leading up to yesterday. So yesterday I did the obligatory selfie with the portrait mode on on Facebook to make me look pretty, like I'm wearing makeup or something. And after reading all this, I went ahead and posted what I honestly believe may be the last update that I think I need to give. So here's what I wrote yesterday. 20 years sober today. Which is not actually true. Pause. Not true. Today, the 21st is the day, first day of sobriety. The 20th is the dumbass day of death. <laughs> okay. Anyways, play. Reading my own words from previous Facebook memory posts, the hangups I had, the guilt, the remorse, the uncertainty, which all gave way to acceptance and understanding and peace in the past few years, all of it gave me such clarity for this day today. For years, my self-imposed penance was to recount that last night, December 20th of 2000. I found the story and all those reminders and those memories and posts, and it was okay. I don't feel the urge to recount the story of that last night anymore. For myself, it really is okay. And I really feel like I can finally move on. In short, it doesn't hurt anymore. It doesn't call to me the way it once did. I know that alcoholics are supposed to say, we're always in recovery and that we will always be recovering. But that's not what it feels like. I feel free. I feel at peace. I feel good. Thank you now and forever to my beautiful wife for this life we've built because you loved me and you had the courage to stand by me and see me through those years. You've always been my reason to be sober and I love you. To the friends on Facebook that I've had forever and a day, one more time, thank you so much for listening to me recount this story, to mark this milestone, and I love you all. So that's that's really it. That, I think, is me, once and for all, coming to terms with being sober for 20 years, with my history of being an alcoholic as a child. And and I was in recovery for all those years. Sure. I fell down at least twice, if probably probably a few more times than I've forgotten about. But it uh that's all in the past now. And I and I know based on the way I felt when I woke up yesterday that it can stay there and it can be there and it can be okay. And I don't need to continue to beat myself up over it. And uh, it's just good. It feels good. So that's it. That's the story for today. Uh, thank you. If you took the time to listen to this and if you've been listening to the podcast all along, I appreciate you very much. I will come back tomorrow and we'll pick up a different thread and do something different and uh, continue on through the holiday season and through this month of uh, season four here. So as always, wherever you are, I hope that you and yours are safe and healthy. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Have a good one.